You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. Hey, hey, it's your number one nonprofit lady, Shakira. Welcome back to another week of amazing content. Listen, check this out. It's March Madness, guys. Are you guys basketball fans? I used to keep up with a lot of the NCAA stuff, and I I don't, to be frank, now that I'm not in college. But I love professional ball, and no matter what, March Madness is just like the highlight of the year for, for early spring. And so you can't help but to play the game, right? So anyway, it's March Madness. And for me, that means product launches. So the master grant writing is now available on pre-sale. They started yesterday, actually, until March 13th. You can get 70% off of all of the content. So the official launch date is going to be March 14th, but the success kit is up and loaded and ready to go. And you can access it all for 70% off. Go to mastergrantwriting.com so you can gain clarity and get your business funded for 2022. All right. So this episode is so focused on organizational capacity. And you're going to hear me talk about this probably for the rest of the month to be honest. Why? Well, first things first, you establish your your nonprofit so you get your articles of incorporation done. The very next thing is to if you are eligible, apply for your 501c3 tax exempt status with the IRS. And then the next thing after that is to put together your organizational plan, your organizational capacity. And you're probably wondering, what the heck is that? (laughs) Okay. According to Grantmakers for Effective Organizations, a book that was published in 2003, their definition of an organizational capacity is the ability of an organization to fulfill its mission through a blend of sound management, strong governance, and a persistent rededication to assessing and achieving the results. Now, that is a very beautiful and eloquently written version of that definition, because that's essentially what it is, right? Okay, but let's scratch that. In layman's terms, right? Layman's terms, your organizational capacity is literally a blueprint of how your organization is going to be ran, who's in leadership, and how are you going to adapt? I know this is the key. So your organizational plan is the key, the key ingredient, the key framework, the key task, right? As nonprofit founders and execs, directors, program managers, coordinators, anybody in supervision and man and management, this is something that you can spend 20 to 30 minutes on doing every single day is developing this plan, putting it together. Right. And we're going to talk about in this episode, how to evaluate it and what are, are the four elements that you need to have. Okay. 
and how you can start building capacity. So this episode is going to be jam-packed with a lot of stuff. Don't hate me. I have notes. I am learning now as I get older and as I have been really taking some time throughout this winter to work with grant makers. You hear me? People who actually make the grants, okay? I've been sitting in the face and under the mentorship and training and guidance of grant makers and other grant writers, okay, in the field. And my God, has my spirit been filled. And I am ready to bring you bomb-ass content from here on out. You hear me? (laughs) I have a fresh new perspective on things. Um, I'm a grant writer. Yes, I'm a grant reviewer. Yes, but it's a difference when I'm sitting with grant makers and really just having meaningful, intentional conversation. And so they brought this to my attention. And I, I guess I hadn't thought about bringing this up earlier, earlier into the series of Nonprofit Unplugged. And I should have, right? I kind of knew to do this, but I didn't have enough notes, I think, to really share with you the importance. And now I do. Okay, so let's let's dive in. Let's dive in. So your organizational capacity essentially is, and I say the framework, right? The key ingredient. It's the buttermilk to ice cream. It's the cheese to macaroni and cheese. It's the neck bones to collard greens. Okay, listen. (laughs) It is. It is the Tabasco, right? to whatever dish you you typically eat Tabasco with. But it is that ingredient that you know doggone well you can't live with it and you can't live without it. It just got you gotta have it. It just it just has to be there. And the same thing goes for your organizational capacity. You have to have this in place moving forward, right? A part of your capacity could be within your bylaws, which is totally appropriate could be within your policies and procedures, right? Totally appropriate. But let your organizational capacity be the opportunity for you to sit down, really reflect, take some time and think really introspectly on how you truly see your mission being fulfilled and how do you plan to assess the goals of achieving your mission? Do you see how your mission and your vision goes hand in hand now? I talk about it a lot especially on social media. But do you actually see now how this all comes together? So why should you even assess your organizational capacity? Well, three main reasons. Number one, it helps you to decide what type of programs you want to develop, what programs you probably don't want to develop, and what programs that are working and that you can grow with. Okay, that's important. These are Um, things to think about or or really work through when you're sitting down writing the grant. Okay. Number two, it helps to ensure that your budget is super realistic, not too far-fetched and not too under budget. Okay. But realistic, realistically speaking, having a budget of X amount of dollars, right. Of maybe a hundred thousand dollars is reasonable for your organization. It solely depends on your program and everything that's encompassing that program. Okay. And the third thing, it helps you to identify your, your needs, the need that you want to solve, right? The pain point that you you and your organization are the solution for. And it helps to challenge this early on, like this idea of your program and 
how much of a need you're fulfilling, right? It challenges us early on, but it makes it so much easier to sit down and really map out the outcomes of your program when you're writing your grant. It's perfect. So your organizational capacity essentially is part of the framework, the four corners of your grant. I am in uh, working through, or I work through, let me say it that way. I work through in the master grant writing course, the training plus success kit. I work through building the, f- the foundation of your grant application and your grant writing as a comparison to the house. Okay. So the organizational capacity is the four corners is the, is the concrete, right? You're mixing it right now. You're and you're about to pour that concrete. These are the ingredients that you need in order to make that concrete, AKA your organizational capacity. Okay. One more thing, a bonus tip. So a bonus to why you should have one in place. It really creates the board members and the staff members to be thoroughly trained with concrete understanding of what the mission is and what the vision is and how it's going to be implemented in the future. Okay. Think of this as an opportunity to have your board trained and ready, right? (laughs) So they're not just going out there and misinterpreting your mission and your vision, right? Or, or, it eliminates those questions that may be lingering of what do we do? What should we not do kind of deal? Okay. So definitely focusing on these four elements, which we're about to get into, uh, is going to really help you out. So what are those four elements, Shakira? Keep you, you've been kind of hinting at it and I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, great. Let's go for it. So the four elements of your organizational capacity is this number one, You need to have an operational capacity, okay? Your operational capacity is your organization's uh, true ability to really obtain and also maintain resources, including human resources, right? This helps you to carry out the organization's institutional, so the organization itself and the programs within that organization, okay? Some things to ask yourself in when it comes to creating this component of the element, does my organization have the people in place? Does it have the skills in place? Does it have the space in place, funding in place? Are there any other resources that need to be there? If not, what are they? If so, who is it? Okay. Those are things to think about. So your operational is how your organizations operate it. Okay. And is those things, are those things that are required in place? Number two, leadership. Okay. The ability of the organizational, uh, the organization, excuse me, leadership team, right? Is to develop a vision, set priorities, and also inspire others within the organization to achieve the mission. Go higher. Don't just stay here, but how can you exceed right? How can you meet and exceed the mission of your organization? And if you will, the third thing is management. This focuses on your organization's ability to use effective management and use it in an efficient manner. Some things to think about 
in this section, does the organization implement policies and procedures, right? Similar to the bylaws that are in place for effective delivery of the program and effective delivery of communication within the, uh, within the organization. Does it do anything effective, effective fundraising, anything that the organization is responsible of as it connects to the needs of the people? Does this work? Okay. Those are things to think about. And then the fourth element is adaptive. Does your program or organization have the ability to adapt? And can you monitor that by assessing the skills and activities of your program or of your organization, right? There's got to be some level of evaluation. There's got to be, it has to be, is mandatory, okay? There has to be some level of performance measures is what I call them but you got to be able to measure, truly measure with fidelity, whether or not your organizational programs are effective. They work. Okay. You're almost like creating your own statistics. <laughs> Let me recap. So the four main elements of your organizational capacity is number one, your operational capacity. Number two, leadership. Number three, management. And number four, adaptability. So food for thought as we bring this episode to an early close. Okay. Think about it this way. You cannot effectively build your organization's capacity. If you're not sure about which areas your organization is lacking, you, these are as a founder, you have to know these things. You have to pay attention to these things. Even if you don't have anything in place yet, even if you don't have staff, you don't have a team, you don't have a program, you just have it as a grassroots thought. Okay. That's okay. These are things you can think about before you even jump into bringing on a team staff, the whole nine, write out how you want this to look, right? If you are already an established organization, some moderately established, so you have a team, whether it be six or more people, you have systems in place, right? Are your systems really working for you? And for the capacity of the organization, for the needs of the people or the community that you serve. This is a part of strategic planning. This is not the funnest part. I get it. But that this, these are things to think about as you are learning to build that capacity for your organization. So next episode, we're going to jump right into how to measure some of your activities and outcomes so you can confidently know whether or not your organizational programs are working and if you have a really strong and effective organizational capacity plan in place. We'll also go over some questions, Q&A about the organizational plan and how to put it together. So stay tuned for the next episode. Also, pre-sale. Get 70% off right now. You have like a week to get 70% off of the Master Grand Writing course, okay? All of the audio trainings and video trainings will be uploaded into your portal on March 14th. But until then, the success kit is ready to go. It is truly a copy-paste system. You fill in the blanks. You, you know, make save copies and edit it. Okay. I added a lot of bonus content in there, 
content planners, infographics, a, a, a sample of a pitch deck, right? Some press release stuff, branding and marketing strategies. Like I, we're not going to just learn how to write grants and actually get awarded, right? We're not going to do that. We're going to learn how to take your business and boss up. Okay. And this is perfect for small business owners as well, for-profit businesses as well. This is for you too. Okay. Please do me a favor. Go to www.mastergrantwriting.com. 70% off guys. Discount code is early bird 70. Okay. Your discount code is early bird 70. Go to the website, get start, start, (laughs) take action. Okay. Money won't fall in your lap. It just won't. There's things you have to do and put in place and implement and the energy that you put out will match. I promise that I can promise. (laughs) Okay. All right. You know where to find me. Of course, I'm on Facebook and Clubhouse. You can definitely stay tuned to this podcast. Share this content. If it doesn't bless you, bless someone else with it who you know it could be a blessing for. It costs nothing to pay it forward, but everything to grow. Okay. And another thing, next month, I'm going to be doing a live webinar with some colleagues of mine. Teaching It's a teaching webinar about how to maximize revenue for your nonprofit by creating an affiliate program, right? For your nonprofit. Okay. I'm going to have some special guests come on. They're going to teach us other revenue streams and strategies to help grow your nonprofit. So you're not bound by grants. Okay. Grants is very, very methodical. (laughs) Okay. And sometimes you start a nonprofit today, you're going to, you got to figure out how to grow it tomorrow. And, And I have plenty (laughs) of resources for that. So stay tuned for that. As always, stay blessed. And I can't wait to see you on top. You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content. 